On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out how much we're going to miss Supergirl when it flies away at the end of this season, if Pat fucking Dugan will win every Best Supporting Actor Shushi for forever, and if Watchmen can make it past the first round of the f- bracket 400. All of that and more on an all-new Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book or a comic book property. My name is Cassie, and I'll be your host for this episode. I do have um, a fear of being alone, though, so I can never be alone, not even for a moment. That means I have my friend Ryan here to help me. I feel like this has to be the time. This has to be the time where we are co-hosts, because Mm -hmm. there's only new people here, Mm -hmm. and... We're about even. We're roughly even. I don't know about that. How long have you been doing this? We're almost hitting 400? You make more than I do. Yeah. Sure. Your paycheck's literally way more than mine. Literally almost like double if I could. It doesn't cost more to just print extra zeros like they do on your paycheck. But they also like, it's like gold embossed or something. Yeah. And And I request that. And so yours literally way more than mine. But I feel like tonight's a special night where we're co-hosting. Okay, so what makes you think you're qualified to be a host? I can say every word you say at the exact same time you say it. Okay, you okay. really think you, so? You really think so? <laughs> this is really going to really be a challenge. This is really going to be a good challenge. Okay, okay all right. We're all right. <laughs> well, if you want to help me introduce this next one, you seem to have bailed out, though. I don't. I, yeah, I'm kind of over it. This <laughs> is a <this> bullshit job. <laughs> but you were my co-host. Now you're going to leave me in my time of need. Now I'm in a panic. Now all I'm right, in a spiral. here we go. Coming up to announce the next person on the show it's cassie <laughs> okay i'll take an introduction and coming up next on the show it's is caitlin it's caitlin it's caitlin fuck off bro are you kidding me I, you're gonna come you with said this that energy? i could do it you you're said that i could do it did energy? you not give me permission no. that i could do it god caitlin just come on mike what, what's up dude i don't really like when i'm on a death fight it like kind of hurts me inside but like that's why i like watching comic book tv shows well we wouldn't fight if your mom wasn't such a bitch <laughs> <laughs> she's a nice lady Caitlin, we brought Did you You guys on. also have my dad. <laughs> <laughs> we all had the same dad, and that's what's <laughs> fucked up and brought us all together, actually. <laughs> oh, should we reveal now that we're all siblings? <laughs> Different moms, same fucking piece of shit. Fuck. Same bad <laughs> dad. <laughs> it's why we have the same trauma. That's what we brought Caitlin on to talk about. Caitlin, you want to share your trauma? Yes. Yeah, I'm so glad you asked. Thank you so much. <laughs> Where should I start? The day you found out that Ryan, we you share the same DNA as Ryan. Oh yeah, I tried to like, um, I tried to burn my fingers off because then like I wouldn't have the same like fingerprint as him because that's mm-hmm. how it works, right? Siblings have the same fingerprint. Yeah, uh, insulting, but at least I know how <laughs> science works. Yeah, we learned something here at least. Bu- tooth nut buster. <laughs> Our other sibling here, new to the superhero show show, is Dave. What's up? 
Hello, happy to be a brand new sibling. Bra- yeah, we well, just I think found. it's important that our trauma is because our we all four of us have the same father. Our trauma is because the, our father left the three of us. Your trauma is because he stayed with you. Yeah, <laughs> smooth sailing, love it. <laughs> oh, no, really? Yeah, you well-adjusted piece of shit. <laughs> you know what? Get off of here. It's so nice. I talk about my trauma, but don't really have any. Oh my oh, god! Okay. All right, that okay. makes us worse. You're like a reverse psychiatrist. That's why Dad loved him. <laughs> Dave, I was going to ask why you'd be better than Mike, but I mean, at least Mike has some trauma, so I'm not sure if you can't be better than Mike, but do you think you could be better than Mike? I could probably be better than Mike. I don't know. I don't think I'd do well on a you know comedy stage because, uh, you know, nothing to talk about. Nothing bad's ever happened to me. So, true. Uh, true, true. Just here to uh, compare myself positively to all of you. Well, <laughs> being very boring on stage would make you exactly like Mike. Can you, uh, <laughs> can you like Mike, say, uh, when you like a show, just be like, ah, that's a spicy meat ball show. <laughs> oh, right, because he's so Italian. He's I very Italian, yes, you see. Okay, so you might forget he is Italian, and yet didn't get the role of Mario, and that's fucked. That's fucked. <laughs> so messed Sometimes up. Should we Chris. talk about that real quick? We might as well. Is Chris Pratt going to do an Italian voice for that? If he doesn't, I'm storming out. And if he but does... But if he does, <laughs> you're storming out. out, too. I think everyone else will do an Italian accent, and he won't. Yeah. He'll do that a French be, one. Oh, man. I would enjoy that. I saw a tweet. Sorry to whoever wrote it, but I'm going to steal your shit right now. I saw a tweet that was like, the movie starts, and he goes, uh, Bamba Bia, I'm going <clears> to... <throat> oh, wait, how's it going? And that just goes right to Chris Pratt voice, because that's how these movies work. Yeah. Do the joke for 30 seconds, or mm-hmm. two seconds, and then clear your throat. Man, that would be an absolute bummer. I'm sorry that Mike uh, didn't get it. We failed him as agents, but we're just adding to his trauma. Uh, speaking of trauma, I guess, you know, we're going to be talking about it with the main show when we talk about Supergirl. But before that, it's time to get to a bracket. We are back for a bracket. You know how we love brackets here. And as we mentioned earlier, we're working on our way to the 400th episode. And to celebrate that, we're making a bracket of all the shows that we have covered. Um, this week, we're going to do the DC bracket. So I do, before we talk about these shows individually we got to talk about what dc means to us and like what a dc tv show is so ryan when you think of a dc tv show what comes to mind well i think that with dc and cw are sort of connected right yeah and so there's a little bit of cheese involved there's oh, a little oh, bit just of- a little bit <laughs> is a little bit the word you want to put before okay so like a charcuterie board with Thank nothing you. else but cheese Thank is you. the amount of cheese that's involved In abundance. but i do think that there's a couple things here one they sort of took the teenage shows that I had when I was a teenager and they they put capes in them, which I do think is cool. And two, um, I think it's way more successful than DC movies. Like if you, this is not what we're doing tonight, but if you lined up DC TV shows versus DC movies, mm. TV wins. Marvel, that's not the case. Yeah. Marvel has struggled. DC crushed TV, I think. You think over, they have definitely had some movie flops, but I feel like their big movie hits are just so big. Do you still think like, like DC's? Yeah. Yeah, Dark Knight and the original Superman still like the ultimate. But I would say that since MCU came out, DC has really been struggling. They've okay. been in the pooper. And it's <laughs> Dark Knight is a good example because I think they've been trying to do the MCU and Christopher Nolan both at the same time mm-hmm. and it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they every single movie they're like, but it might work this time. Yeah. <laughs> might work this I time. I love their hope. Yeah. I love their hope is the is good. So it um, keeps it going. Um, Ryan, is your love for a certain TV show uh, blinding you in this? What TV show is that, Cassie? <laughs> you know, I'm sure it'll come up later. We'll talk about that. I want to know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, a certain Arrow man. Um, I believe his name is Hawkeye. <laughs> 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 I know you love that Arrow guy. 
Um, but Caitlin, what is your opinion on DC? Uh, one of my favorite TV shows, Smallville, is... Uh, Fuck, I forgot know. about Smallville. Yeah. Did, how did you forget about I Smallville? I forgot about Smallville. Yeah. I thought she was going to talk trash, and then I forgot no. that that exists. No, that exists, and it took up ten seasons of my life, which was exactly three months. Um, we all do seasons differently. We all do ten seasons differently. But do you, Caitlin, when you yeah. watch Arrow or The Flash or Supergirl, yeah. do you see Smallville? Like, Do you see how it was like this instrumental inspiration in it? I feel like I see the inspiration, but it's like seeing someone's cousin. It's like you're seeing like the hot person and then their cousin. It's like, uh, it's <laughs> with close, the, with but the it's unibrow. not there. Um, because like the first season or season, like couple seasons of each one of these DC shows from like CW are good. And then they get weird, I think. And mm-hmm. then they just lose whatever they had in the beginning. And then their budget drops because they're doing bad. And then it gets even worse. And it's like, oh, no, what's going on? Why are you still in my TV? Yeah, DC is the one that will never let a season die, is what, or a show die. That's the thing, too, is that, like, for some reason, I guess because of the CW, uh, they're like, oh, shit, we have to renew shows or cancel shows. I don't care. Renew them all. Oh, Whatever. Well, they but, all yeah, get it, right? Dave, is there any DC show that always stuck out to your mind or that you ever latched onto? There seems to be one that every person can latch onto, or did it always, always miss you? Uh, well, mine was animated, and this seems like not the show to talk about animated superheroes. This is about live action shows and properties. every single live action. Huh. Okay. No, I've I've been a been a recent fan of Doom Patrol. Oh, okay. I can't talk about the Marvel Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of done here. All right. That's fair enough. I respect it. You know, because we didn't start reviewing it, we're going to with the third season, fourth season. Harley Quinn should be on this bracket. Harley Quinn Harley should Quinn. be 100%. It's so good. It's Is that the what best you were one. About? Um, what uh, was yours? Mine was the incredibly safe Batman animated series. Sure. Oh, uh, right, right, but right, right, this right. has to be in the last 400 weeks. <laughs> Is that a rule? Yeah. That, like, this oh, is that's all why the sh- Smallville's not here? Yeah, this is why all the shows that came out since we started the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First season, Harley Quinn. Not Dude. second. Not second. Until the very until the finale. I'll, second was I'll amazing. Oh. I, I did like the first better than the second season, mm-hmm. but the second season was still good. I still watch. Well, you guys are simpletons. Yeah. We're we just dealing with indeed. a particular kind of relatable trauma, which is you know dealing with exes violently and dad <laughs> and dad. Never forget dad. All right, so I think it's time we dig into this bracket. Caitlin, can you lead us through it? But of course, in your number one seed versus the number sixteen seed, it's Watchmen versus Powerless. This is so sad. Does anyone know what Powerless is? I can't even tell you a single thing about it. I know it was on very shortly, and I think Greg watched it. I I can tell you Greg maybe watched an episode. I I listened to your (laughs) podcast, and that's why I know about Powerless. On the cover of the DVD, it says, Greg watched it. Quote, (laughs) Caitlin McDougal. (laughs) Is it the Danny Putty show? Yes. Mm. Oh! Yeah. I I talked about it on an episode of this show. And Ron Funches. Who? I love both these guys. And love Vanessa them. Hutchins, who is the real what? star. Oh, okay. Great. And one, I'm sorry, Cassie, Alan Tudyk. Oh, Does I'm that sorry. Ring a bell you? How did this flop? Has what he was this? Been in another DC show? I don't know. He, he has... seems too valuable to stick around. Yeah, he well, he has to be in Harley Quinn. I guarantee you, he's he does a voice. In Harley he's got to be I, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> um, Funches is. But no, this was. We were so excited about this because it's. It's sort of like uh, damage control, which is one of my favorite premises of all time. Is like, who cleans up the mess after superheroes have their battle? And this was a bunch of people who work in an office. And we like sitcoms about The Office, mm-hmm. like The Office, mm-hmm. in a world with DC superheroes. And it had this amazing cast, and it was terrible. Yeah, they forgot <laughs> to pay the writers. 
It was. That's so sad. And it was NBC like thinking, oh, we can we can jump on this. We can jump on the superhero bandwagon. And I didn't see this Watchmen show, quote unquote, whatever <laughs> this is. But I bet it's better than fucking Powerless. It's basically one of the greatest things ever written against this one that nobody could remember, but has an amazing cast. So Vanessa Hudgenson. It did. Yeah. But I think it's a pretty slammy D on this one, sadly. I mean, Watchmen was incredible. It was really good. Yeah. Do you want to call us to a vote? I think it's Watchmen. <laughs> Watchmen. Uh, let me check what Mike voted. It's a really tight one here. Oh, would you look at that? It's Watchmen. Yeah. All right. On our next bracket, number eight seed Titans versus the number nine seed. It's the pod favorite. It's Legends of Tomorrow. So, again, we should point out that we did not make these seedings. Because Legends would be number one. Yeah. Uh, Titans is somehow seated higher than Legends of Tomorrow. That's Who wild. is voting Titans at number eight? I think it has. it's like more watched and more talked about. The How? buzz is higher. Maybe well, because he so said bad. fuck Batman one time. He did, he did say, say fuck Batman. Watch that. They did promo <laughs> it hard with fuck Batman. So I guess that's probably bumping it. This summer, fuck Batman. Titans, <laughs> fuck Batman. It's on. Fuck Batman. HBO Max, fuck Batman. Uh, but yeah. Uh, what... What do we need to say more about Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah. Bebo. Bebo. I think we can wrap it up with Bebo. They saved George Lucas. We owe yeah. them. We owe them everything. Wow. I miss that episode. Oh, uh, they also saved Tolkien? They've saved yeah. everybody. The only two episodes I've watched. Barack yeah. Obama. They've saved so it many. Wow. They did <laughs> save <Yeah>. Barack Obama. <laughs> there was a gorilla that came in to kill young Barack Obama. Yeah. And they beat the gorilla. Mm-hmm. Congrats. And also skeptical of that choice. Okay. <laughs> I see what you're saying, and we should call it to a vote. <laughs> All right. Where are you voting? Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Mike surprisingly voted Legends of Tomorrow. How about this, Titans? Fuck Titans. <laughs> How does it feel? Oh, wow. dude, it was so empowering. <laughs> All right, your next bracket. Number four seed, Sweet Tooth, versus number 13 seed, Krypton. Okay, Krypton on the side. <laughs> okay, I forgot about Krypton, everyone. Krypton, I think, was one of the first times I came on and hosted. It was like the premiere of it, and I was like, what the fuck is this show? <laughs> okay. uh, first question. This is me being Caitlin right now. You can tell by my voice. First question. Why do you guys do this show when you have to watch <laughs> things like Krypton? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. This one, 13, is incredibly high for this. Because I, I never know, met right? a single person who okay. enjoyed this. I think that until we went to a convention, there was a lot of Krypton fans. And I was like, where have you been? And oh. Was there fans? The f- yes. People were so devastated when it got canceled. Oh, That's poor crazy. naive Caitlin. Those are Krypton. Those are Crouton fans. They're uh-huh. fans of Croutons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I knew there's a reason they kept a round of kale around them. <laughs> Is Sweet Tooth at four too high? I don't know. It feels like anything on Netflix is going to get a higher buzz. It's so kind of a blockbuster. Yeah, it was. It was good. Did you guys watch it? Oh yeah, like like I just lined up first. I was you know I grew up in the '90s, just a huge twisted metal fan, and I could not wait a show about a clown <laughs> in a fucking death car. Okay. Here we are. I I will tell you, mom, that they are significantly younger than us, and. A lot of these references that I will typically make, they do not land. I they did play Twisted Metal. No. Oh, you did? Yeah. So I, 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 I could cause anything. absolute chaos in a car. Of course, I fucking did. <laughs> I understood Amazing. nothing that was said. So I don't even have to say, is this anything? Huh? Huh? Uh, uh. <laughs> but yeah, this one, again, another slammy D because Sweet Tooth was delightful. It was. There was children murdered. And you know what? Delightful. 
All right, I think it's time for a vote. There we go. <laughs> Cassie, where are you voting? Sweet tooth. Oh, man. Ryan. Every time, Caitlin, it's her turn to call for a vote, she will say, uh, a lot of children were murdered. And then she just stares out the window. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, no, it's fucking uh, sweet tooth by a lot. And Mike voted for also sweet tooth. Wow. Your next bracket, the number fifth seed, Superman and Lois versus number 12 seed, Stargirl. I guess what I could say is good for Superman and Lois. Fifth seed? That's I didn't know bit, it was that popular. I know. It should be. Like, it's a very good show. I just didn't know it. Like, as many people also thought it was that good. But what is also annoying, equally more annoying, is that Stargirl at 12. What the fuck is that shit? There is a Wilson in Stargirl. Do people not know about Luke Wilson? That volleyball? The- <laughs> Cassie, I do think, I, we talked about this last week, but I think that what we're going up against is that a lot of the people who do the buzz in the seating will not watch a, Cheryl, a show with girl in the title. True. Or a Cheryl with go in the title. Yeah. <laughs> and also, especially when they, like, I think they see it's like a high school girl too, so like absolutely not, under no circumstances. Is this hard for you? This is the most heartbreaking thing I've ever had to do. This right now well, is... You've had a good life. This is the worst than when I found out we all shared the same dad and he sat us down equally and was like, I hate all of you guys except for Dave, of course. <laughs> My one true son. My one true son. The one... I should have stopped at him. But no, this is... Um, these are two very good shows. I love... I love. These are my two beautiful children. Okay, so I have not cut off all in Stargirl. Is Stargirl still good? Because I know the first season and like second season, good. Still good? That, yeah, it, that's it. Yeah, it's there's, just the first two seasons, and I would and say then, good. Oh, okay. Okay, I've seen it both then. So, yes, good. Okay, cool. And then Superman and Lois, it's newer. So, do you think it has an advantage because it's newer, and maybe that's why it's seated up higher? They're both like... And also it doesn't include girl. Doesn't include girl. It includes a girl, a but girl. it's not only girl. Yeah. But they listed her second yeah. smartly. They did put <laughs> Superman first. They know what's up. Not Lois and Superman. No. <laughs> ew. Don't no, even no, say no. that. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. But no, both of these handle drama surprisingly well for what these shows are. They are surprisingly well-written and like have well-rounded drama. I got to say, Cass, I'm a little surprised that you're torn on this. This is so fucking easy for me. It's ridiculous. How is this easy? Oh, me and Mike were the bigger Superman and Lois fans. And no, it's good. It's fine. I think that Stargirl is a breath of fresh air. It's mm-hmm. a revelation. I Yeah. They do kill multiple children on it. So I, You know I love that. You know, you know I'm into Finally, that. Finally, I don't have to do that myself. <laughs> I think it's time, guys. The hard, hard decision. The Slammy D, why don't we start with you, Ryan? Oh, it's Stargirl for sure. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know what? I'll make Mike do this. Let's go Superman and Lois. All right. We're going to Mike for his vote. Mike says, mm, Stargirl. Yeah. Oh, dang. Cassie, the Stargirl <laughs> fan, proved to not be that whatsoever. I'm sorry. There is Mike in that show, and Mike is just brings it down so fucking much. Like our podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to have a mic to bring it down. All right. Uh, your next bracket is the number two seed, The Flash, versus the number 15 seed, Batwoman. That was the proper response to following number two with The Flash. I read it and didn't believe my own words. You know, every time, what I do is every time I have a number two, I follow it with a wipe. <laughs> it is garbage, though. <laughs> it's- I Look. Batwoman had a terrible first season and a pretty good second season. But Mm -hmm. I do think that The Flash is kind of important in our world. Is it, though? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think it it is and or it was and might still be the most popular show. It took the Arrowverse to even more mainstream than it was. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't always terrible. The The beginning was good. The first two seasons I loved. I binged that shit so hard and I kept coming back and then it got bad. 
like it is it still having is there people who still enjoy it you think does Mike Somewhere, enjoy it? Maybe. <laughs> maybe there might be. Is there but, a Mike out here that likes it? But Batwoman has Alice, and Alice licked a pepper. So what more do we need? Alice licked a pepper? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> the chick from Katie Kane? Yeah. I do remember that. Um, yeah, Batwoman's fine. But I think Flash is like a super important show to us. Really? That's- oh, my God. This is going to make me... Wow, I'm so curious where this is going to go. Can we vote? Yeah. Okay. Ryan, where are you voting? The Flash. What the fuck? Cassie? Batwoman. Oh, my God. We got to go to Mike. Mike, where, what is the your... Fl- the, no, The Flash is like one of the biggest shows we've ever done. All he does is run. The, the, yeah. And, and leave his kids. And believe his kids. Oh, leave is that them. so wrong? No, he leaves them. <laughs> <laughs> That's All so right. much different than believe. <laughs> he absolutely does not believe in those kids. <laughs> So Mike's pick for this, The Flash versus Batwoman, it is Batwoman. This is. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Have, okay, how many seasons of The Flash are there? 17 or 18? <laughs> 25. No one knows. There's only two good seasons, if that. I mean, there might be some good episodes. But that's but some more than Batwoman. This, is, this, whole, this whole bracket's under protest now. Yeah. I don't I'm care. throwing it all under protest. Well, I think we should move on to the next, which is your number seven seed, which is Doom Patrol versus the number 10 seed, Supergirl. We watched Supergirl for the first time in a long time. <laughs> he has gotten wild. Did that? Was that episode enough to lift it above Doom Patrol? <laughs> it really made me think, why am I not watching this? There was, so every time we jump into Supergirl, they're trying something. It's always been the most preachy, I would say. It's always had a... Um, like a moral agenda. Story. Yeah, it's always had something to push. Um, Doom Patrol has always had just a mind fucked coming your way. Just the w- weirdest things. Yeah, I, Supergirl. I don't know. You were on CBS at one point, and that's weird. But honestly, right now, when I watch Supergirl, I see BS. I see bullshit. That's what I would say right now. Ryan, that was so witty. I didn't even think of that earlier. That's I made crazy. that up on the spot, Cassie. Can you believe that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> podcasting pro can i move ryan on in this next bracket i think that's the only proper winner right now uh no i think it's time to pick a winner who is gonna win doom patrol versus supergirl cassie doom patrol doom patrol is awesome yeah oh you didn't go to me yet oh yeah yeah no it's ryan uh doom patrol is awesome yeah okay (laughs) doom patrol does move on your next seed is gonna be the number three seed arrow versus the number 14 seed black lightning Okay, Ryan, uh-huh. I just need you to remember Green Light. Green, green Light! light. <laughs> and all the good times that Green Light brought us. Also, family. You're a fan of Fast and Furious. You remember how important family is? You are really trying right now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all about family, okay? Uh, you say about Green Light. I say the Green Knight. Mm. Oh! Okay, uh-huh. But, like, how big was Cassie, Arrow? this is the biggest... This is, like, the granddaddy <laughs> of these shows. The fact that it's the third seed might be ridiculous. It maybe should be above Watchmen... Do not even try to pull your Black Lightning uh, propaganda on me right now. The, you you were claiming that the Flash was important. How big is the Arrow compared to the Flash? Bigger. <laughs> Absolutely insane. There's the, it was a rich dude on an island. Like who did we get from this? Diggle? Is this Diggle who's been making his yeah, rounds? We did get Diggle, yeah. <laughs> okay. And now we're on the Diggle round. You know what? Okay, I see how important it is. I wouldn't know who Diggle was if it wasn't for this. Black Lightning's good, but it's Arrow. <laughs> All right. go, okay, sell me on Arrow. Why is it so good? There is none of this okay. without Arrow. Arrow is the granddad, and that might talk you out of it because you're like, well, 
fuck that. I don't want to do fuck any this of bracket. this. Yeah. But no, Arrow gave birth to this entire, all 64 of these shows. Okay. All right. That's a wild statement. Father Abraham Arrow. Let's Did go. Did Black Lightning do that? Uh, yeah, maybe. Okay. If we're all just claiming stuff here, I can claim that. <laughs> then yeah. Arrow did it more than that. Claim. Okay, so Ryan, I think I know where your vote's going. Arrow. Cassie? Um, I'm scared to say anything besides Arrow. Okay, cool. Arrow is moving on, and your last one in our bracket is going to be the number six seed Gotham versus the number 11 seed Pennyworth. It's Batman versus Batman, guys. Well, it's actually not. It's, it's two it's, side it's, characters we don't care side about. Characters, <laughs> side character stories. Which one's better? Pennyworth, which practically nobody saw, versus Gotham, which some people saw. And had someone from the OC in it. Yeah, it did. That's right, it the did. The most important OC yes. character. That's Ryan. really hard to like come the across. Ryan. Also, every time we would do this show, they would see the shows that we reviewed. And they'd be like, what's a Pennyworth? And every time I'd have to be like, one cent. <laughs> every single time this was on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you know what? Just for that, I'm ready to fucking vote. I know what needs to move on and what doesn't. No, Gotham had its ups and downs, but the as bad as the downs were, the ups were worse, and that made it better. Mm-hmm. Gotham was a shitstorm of awesome hilarity. I feel like it. Pennyworth is like kind of like a well-made show. Yeah, but fuck that. Gotham is insane. <laughs> like Pennyworth had an, a plan; they knew what they were doing, and it felt like Gotham just kind of spun a wheel every time. And I'm I'm kind of into that. Was Gotham on CW? Fox. Fox. Okay. Gotham was on Fox and Pennyworth was on the Showtime, FX. right? FX? Oh, no. Epics. 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 <laughs> I knew it was something wild. Okay. All right. I think it's time to vote. Which Batman are you going with? Sidekick. Person. Not Batman. Go. Vote. Gotham. <laughs> Ryan. It's Gotham. Arr, Gotham moves on. Now, going down the list, we have moving on your sweet eight. <laughs> <laughs> your sweet eight, your good eight, people. sweet sixteen of the no. You know what? Good eight. Good eight. <laughs> it's that good eight. Your super eight. You're fine the enough. Sou- eight. Yes, the super eight. It's gonna be Watchmen, Legends of Tomorrow, oh, shit. Sweet Tooth versus Star Girl. Okay. Batman versus Doom Patrol. Mm-mm, and hey, hey check yourself, Batwoman. Gotham. Did I read it wrong? You said Batman. Check yourself. Erasure. <laughs> I was looking. I just talked about Batman. So like, Batwoman. <laughs> Sorry. I was just about to say that Mike's going to be furious that yeah. the Flash didn't move on, but he picked he against voted. the Flash. <laughs> He's, He's the one who made that happen. <laughs> All right, so we have some protest under this bracket. It will always be noted the DC one is under protest by Ryan, but that is our bracket. We're moving on. Coming up next, it's our main event. On this week's episode of Supergirl, Kara and Nixley are in a race to get to the Courage Totem, which can only be used when you follow a very specific 15-step process, which includes facing a moment when you failed because you were afraid. This process became harder when Kara's whole team got affected by fifth-dimensional magic. In the end, they stop a big storm, and that's about it by the end. Taste buds, I ask you, how do we not just talk about that old witch lady for the next 15 minutes? (laughs) She okay. So was she good? Was she bad? Was she so bad she's good, or so good she's bad? It's gotta be like at first I thought it was so bad that she was good, and then I think she had a full character. Like I think she is so good and went so in depth in her character work. Can I ask you a weird question, Cassie? Yeah. How hot are those thighs? (laughs) (laughs) That hot. That hot. hot. Is she in the room right now? Can we talk to her? Yeah. She. (laughs) 
Now, we, Cassie, that's you, a big, I was supposed to be revealed, but she couldn't stay off mic. You went to the Fortress of Solitude and you <laughs> mic'd up this little hologram witch. Yeah. Can we talk to her? Yeah, absolutely. You know what, big reveal? Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> she can only come in laughing like that, and it is a curse. It's the only way I could bring her on, though. My first question is, uh, what producer's grandmother are you in order to get cast for this role? <laughs> And she was reading half the time. Well, I mean, yeah, she's not acting against anybody, right? She's a hologram. Yeah. So she yes. had full-on cue cards right in front of her. Oh, yeah. And she would be like, and then the mystery of the mystery. <laughs> Good job, lady. She, any other person would have brought too much witch to that, and she brought just enough unstable old lady neighbor <laughs> that it was absolutely perfect. I figured I- out why they had to do it, though. They had to make her so weird that when Brainiac becomes her, yeah. you can tell that like he like if, if she was just like a normal, neutral actress, mm-hmm. then Brainiac wouldn't have anything to do an impression of yeah. when he gets her soul. And what would we laugh at if it wasn't for that comedy gold moment? You guys, it was so good. Did you know he could be that funny? Who? I don't know, Brainiac, bro. <laughs> no, I didn't. I thought I thought Brainiac stole this fucking show. Honestly, just in that moment, he uh, He said nipples, guys. Did he say nipples? Yeah, he, oh, he said, did say nipples. nipples. He did indeed say nipples. Like, oh man, Brainiac, you funny. Our what, witch lady, you funny. What did surprise me in this is how much of a like soap opera it almost felt like because there everything kept escalating. There was like a lot of wild moments where everybody just kind of everything went to shit, but in a soap opera way. But it's not just that; it's the direction and the music, like. CW shows are always a little soap operatic, mm-hmm. but they really lean into it. They're like, but wait, are you sure? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and then the camera comes down. The drone comes down and films them. Like they are <sighs> leaning into this in a way where like I sort of enjoyed the episode. Like mm-hmm. with shows like this, I sort of look at how dumb are they and how dumb do they think they are? Yeah. And th- do those two things match? And I think they did. Do you think when there's a point where you're laughing at the actors, not for what they're saying, but what they're doing acting wise? That they are getting us to laugh at them. We're laughing at them, but not because they want us to. I think they do, though. I think they kind of did on this one. I think they knew. Well, when Brainiac said Yaman, when he was being the like the witch, yet to be confirmed if he did say Yaman, it did sound like he said Yaman as an old witch lady who definitely did not say Yaman when she said hello to everyone. Okay, but honestly, watching this show, this episode, we did laugh more than a lot of the other shows, and that makes me lot. feel like they kind of found their legends magic. They are almost at like this; they know what they are. Should we reveal though? Like, Lum, do you think it matters the fact that the four of us watched it together instead of we all watched it separately? Does that make a show better, and is that fair? Um, Only because we were forced to, so I think we were captive audiences, and that made it a lot better. (laughs) But it does, I feel like it does help. One, when you are strapped down and your eyes are taped open, obviously. which is a weird demand, Cassie. I'm sorry. I gotta make sure you guys are taking good notes and bringing good content here. At least you can make snackies. That was nice. Yes, but our hands are taped down, so we cannot move the snackies from our hands to our mouth. But I explained what the snackies taste like, so you're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, great. Great. (laughs) But they did, like, I think it does help, especially with something like, um, because it is almost like dumb comedy in this one, which always helps when you're with friends to, like, play it up more. Yes. This is, I mean, like, this is why I miss movie theaters so much. You know, mm. it's like, we used to go see so many dumb movies, and it was fun. Like, I don't want to watch a Fast and Furious movie alone at my house, you know? Yeah, who would do that? That's fucking weird. <laughs> Cassie, <laughs> that's that's crazy. 
Did you do that? Every single day, Ryan. Yeah. Every single day I do that. And it's always Tokyo Drift. Every day. You don't even move. Oh, it's so good. Don't, the don't, no. best one. It is It is at the bottom of the list by far. Um, this mission that had 15 steps. This is The fact that this thing had 15 steps is kind of what makes me feel like they knew what they were doing to make this a joke. That it did have very specific... It's a little weird. Most of the missions I go on have 12 steps. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. How are those going for you? <laughs> Obviously not great. <laughs> also, there's fifth dimensional magic. Like, there's a lot of numbers, lots of fives here. Mm. Like, what is fourth dimensional magic? What are these different dimensions magic? Why do we go straight to fifth? Okay, so, Caitlin, you sound like, why the Delta variant? Where's the Alpha? Where's the Bravo variant? <laughs> but speaking of the fifth dimensional magic, um, do we like how wacky this made everybody? Or was, was the, um, who is the main... Um, Supergirl. Sister? Not super. There <laughs> you is can tell because the title of the show. There is Supergirl. But the, the one who was always with Alex and was helping her. Um, Guardian. Guardian. No, mm, I don't know. This is pointless. But, you know, were any of them too wacky? I don't think so. I think, they, I think the show thought of wacky things to do and then wrote a script around it. I feel like John Jones was given, like, going his own direction with the improv commands and really not serving the rest of the, the stage. See, I disagree. When he said... Uh, we're in danger right now, but I really have to stop and tell both of you girls how proud of you I am. Like, that's a straight-up oh, parody of the first season. He's a woke dad. Yeah. yeah. And just, like, at the end of every episode, he would give a speech like that in the first season. But now, in the middle of battle against an iguana dragon, he's like, hold on. I do have... <laughs> so proud. I'm so proud. I appreciate that. I think the iguana dragon, like needs to be talked about because there was just people like yeah that were affected but an iguana was also affected who decided then to turn into a dragon untapped potential <laughs> in all the lizards in your life oh yeah they just don't have courage that's why they're not dragons give them a little bit of courage are you now the next time you see an iguana are you gonna be like you lazy bitch it's like where is <laughs> your would, courage you would never fucking turn into a you dragon be a dragon if you wanted <laughs> you could take the world if y'all just like got up <laughs> if you have get I, off the sidewalk did i tell you guys about my honeymoon which was in Mexico, and instead of like rats or cockroaches, uh, just giant iguanas yeah. would run around everywhere, like in the sidewalk, in your apartment, or in your hotel. Just like four foot long iguanas would just be everywhere. Yeah. Did you ever catch one? I did, and they're, they're not bad. I. Oh. Yeah. Th- that sounds pretty chill. At blowjobs. <laughs> how dare you absolutely how dare you uh but there was so like last time i checked in with supergirl I, it was during its very preachy season like they always had a uh, very political message this one the closest they got was that like you need to face your fears i can't remember what happened when they connected the stone but it was oh no kindness or facing your emotions vulnerability, vulnerability ah! is real courage and that was the lesson we got and this one seemed like a more toned down like cw lesson that i expect well, there wasn't that part like from the first season where Kara looks at the camera and's like, "Hey, kids, here's what we're talking about today. First of all, the letter J and the number four, and also don't be racist." Bye. <laughs> I kind of miss it a bit. If she yeah. would have talked like that, I would have missed because it. Because after most of these shows, after Legends of Tomorrow, Kara, or uh, Cassie, you're like, "What? What were they trying to say to me? <laughs> What's they didn't to have the actual message." Yeah, but this one. Uh, Guys, let's just all be courageous so we can be dragons. Winners are vulnerable. Where it did lose me was the thunderstorm. And I don't know if it's just because I had a 30-minute max for this and I couldn't <laughs> continue on, but I don't know what was happening with this storyline at all. 
Yeah, I don't know either. It's, she's like, Fair I enough. need to harness thunder. And she's like, I did it. Oh, no. Now there's a thunder bunch of it. And it's getting stronger. I thought it looked great. For one, it was shot like a Joel Schumacher movie, right? Like it, the camera moves. Like uh, Supergirl would land on the top of a van. And we'd get this camera sweep up to her. And she would just be like, I landed on a van. And that was powerful. But also... My favorite part was that there was a girl that doesn't have superpowers who went against John Jones, and it focused in on her as she wildly slapped her <laughs> wrist against his chest <laughs> as if that would help. And we have to focus in on what if you don't have superhero powers? What do you fight like? And you fight like this. <laughs> <laughs> Held him at bay though, like he. Oh yeah, he stood there. He was against the van. He's yeah, like, you're doing great, girl. He also really flew against that van. Like she kind of touched him, and he really went into it. So she's got more power. That's the courage in her. Um, but Ryan, since you did enjoy this episode more, do you think you will give the rest of the season well, a that's shot? Not, that's not be <laughs> crazy. Uh, no, I will. I will tune in for the finale because mm-hmm. yes. it is an important show. Mm. It. Did not move on tonight in our bracket, but I do think it's an important show, and I will watch the finale. Let's go, women. All right. Um, that's about all the time we have to talk about Supergirl, though. Ryan, I heard you got a website. I left some time for you to talk about this website. Yes. Uh, of course, guys. Please go to my website, souporgirl.com, where you get a picture of soup and a picture of a girl, and you have to choose which one are you going to date. Uh, is this girl to your liking, or is this hot bowl of soup to your liking? And so you just click on it, and it that will let the database know, the information mm. finder. Algorithm. Algorithm, thank you, uh, if you're more into soup or girls. Okay. At first, I thought it was going to be like, can you guess if it's a soup or a girl? Okay. And I, <laughs> so hard. That's a hard one. It could get complicated, but I do think this is important because we need to know um, soup-based data like that. It's mm-hmm. so important to know who's, what's your favorite soup? I mean, if there was a soup dating service like mm-hmm. Tinder, but you just looked at soups and you said yes or no. Yeah. I mean, which one you... would you swipe on every time? <sighs> non chowder based, like <gasps> so important. I was about to go New England. Get You're your a fucking, fucking monster. Thick, creamed, awful, <laughs> disgusting soup. Oh, you know what I love? Fish and whipped cream. Mmm. Heat that up and let me get a spoon in it. <laughs> I'm a chicken tortilla all the time. Love that one, Dave. Gaspacho, so I can say it out loud. Oh. Fun. Okay, all right. This is clearly super important. Uh, Caitlin is a monster, and we need to know that algorithm to catch all the monsters. Wait, is it super or important? Ryan, even though you said that, I still want this, this website to uh, be a big hit, so I'm going to send you over to my friend, Cybersprout, cybersprout.net. They're your partner for the digital world. They're going to help you. they got premium hosting that is built for WordPress, because you know what else they're going to build a website on? They handle security. Security is going to be huge on this. With that data that they have on Soup, got to handle that. They handle maintenance, backup, speed optimization. They also have uh, goal-driven design, help you reach the right customers, all right? That's what cybersprout.net's about. Supergirls, they love it as well. Um, t- usually, though, you in this bit, you let the person talk more about their website. Did you, is there anything else you want to hear about Super or Girl? Nope. I think we pretty much, like, we, some of them are just can sum up so quickly that okay. I don't need as much time. Which makes it a good idea, right? Yeah, it's an excellent idea. Because I do have a lot more to say about superorgirl.com. No, when you can okay. sell it in an elevator pitch, that's how you know it's a good product. Thank okay. you for that, Ryan. Uh, coming up next, it's time for Shishis. We are back for the shushies, um, Ryan, you don't have anything else to interrupt me with this week, right? I can actually just go straight to shushies? Yep. 
Cool. Yeah. Red. Because we got a big one. You, this is the one that people always care more about. We did Best Supporting Actress last week, I believe. So now it is our turn. Now it's As the fine. supporting actor of this show, because mm-hmm. you're the lead actress. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm the best supporting actor of this show. Yes. This is this is, the, this is my award. This is Ryan's award, Best Supporting Actor. Um, it, was, it was a crazy year for supporting actors. It went hard. Um, but Lum, can you help us out? Can you tell us the nominees, or if you could start first with some that didn't make it? Absolutely. Uh, not nominated for reasons we can't go into here. Adil Akhtar, Corey Reynolds, and J.K. Simmons. I don't know if they're in some like superhero shows or movies, but I guess it doesn't matter because we're going to roll on. My The one that pisses me off the most is Adil Akhtar as the borderline lead of Sweet Tooth, as the he, doctor. Yeah, he oh. did do good at like towing this line of like you wanted to root for him but then also he was wrong and (laughs) really really fucking up but again that doesn't but for the right reasons it was love murder love (laughs) it must have been love it was one person over you know everybody we don't know if he went kind of it was kind of for everyone he didn't know until too late though yeah and then it was mostly love you can paper over it True, but, but like, those moments that he had of like, I found a dead body in the fridge, or I'm tied to my wife as the house burns. Like, I thought those were really good moments. Yeah, he can he can cry. Fuck J.K. Simmons. That's a voiceover. Uh, let's talk about Corey Matthews. What was his name? Reynolds. <laughs> Reynolds. <laughs> Corey Reynolds. Cassie, um, the sheriff from Resident Alien. That is heartbreaking. Are you kidding me? He really I, didn't make it. I didn't start off well with him. I thought he was kind of cheesy. Yeah. But throughout the course of the season, I fell in love with him. <laughs> is our this is our dude we were all on the fence for him and then like on a show that has alan tudyk and so many strong actors we were like this guy could fuck right off and then he became our favorite person yeah he should have got like this is our sweetheart this is our little boy i think that we're gonna see what you said which is it was a really strong year yeah and there probably wasn't room for him but my god there should have been room for him next year bud next year you're making it yeah Okay, let's move on to our actual nominees for Best Supporting Actor. And since you steamrolled me wanting to immediately move on, I assume you guys want to go one by one. So here we go. <laughs> Tim Rosan, Wyona Earp. This is our other sweet baby boy. <laughs> I mean, we have so many sweet baby boys. <laughs> this is actually should be voted Best Sweet Baby Boy, should be this category, but uh, it's Tim Rosan. Hey, Who Tim Rosan, uh, get on a show. For next year, because I don't want your line of you. yeah nominations to be over. <laughs> you always got to win this, but yeah, he um of course it's got to be Winona Earp. Um, this is their sweetheart year. I feel like this has a strong contender just because it is like their final their final season, and we love him. I I do think that he has a good chance of winning because it's 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 Winona Earp's last year. But I wonder if his name was his last name was different. If that might help him. Other than Rosin, yeah, poor K. If he had a different last name. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Another nominee, Wyatt Russell, the Falcon, and the Winter Soldier. This surprises me. That he made it? Yeah. Really? Because everyone hated it. Because you're, you're so anti-boys that uh-huh. you're like, if, the, if it's a bad person, then I will not vote for him. No, because I love Wyatt Russell. Like, this, this human being is a great human being mm. in general, and uh, he took all the hate and just found it funny. He did incredibly good at the job that the internet literally wanted to punch his face. Uh-huh. And he was like, I too want to punch my face. I agree. I'm just surprised <laughs> that you agree. No, I love this dude. This, this is bad Captain America, right? This yes. is bad Captain America. Just yeah. long, blonde hair, sleazy, gross, hippie Captain America. Lodge 49, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. Which, if you know from those two, like, 
he can act you to go from those two to be like the most lovable person to the person uh, to make literally every single person want to punch you upon seeing your face such a punchable face yes. oh. the first time i remember seeing him it was in a richard linklater baseball movie of just a bunch of base college baseball guys hanging out mm-hmm. and he was just this like he was the stoniest of the college guys and he was like hey man nothing matters and it's all okay and he was so adorable and then to see him be like, it's my shield, and it will always be my shield, was so different. Yeah, to ha- see him handle, like, PTSD, I was like, oh my god, he can act. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do you think that he is better than his father? Yes, every every son is better than their father. <laughs> <laughs> is that for all of us in the room? Oh. Because you're talking <laughs> about me, right? For yes, all, all of all of us sweet Actually, I think the three of us are better than our father. <laughs> was this in Caspian? Yes, <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, next one. Anthony Starr, The Boys. This yeah. That's, this is the boy, the boy. This is the boy, the boy. And again, like, I hate the show, but he can act. This is the one that boy I always... Boy can act. Boy can act. So, you know what? Like, I hate his character. I hate the show, but he is good at sucking a titty. So... Oh! <laughs> let, yeah. me, let me ask you two this. If God came down and said, look, I don't care about running the planet or whatever. Mm. I just... I will tell you this. The Boys has to win one shushy but it will only win one it would i would give it to this would one. it be this one yeah this was the one i would feel the best because he can he can definitely act and it, i don't got to give any props to the writing or the <laughs> bullshit i have to watch like it's just the acting of the talent in this one man who he can what about the fact that his name is not anthony but instead anthony yeah that's a bummer <laughs> that's a bummer <laughs> why he Why? he makes breast milk sucking look so <laughs> captivating. I don't know, compelling. Commercial, like he could do his own. Yeah. commercial for sure. <laughs> he basically did. We're talking about it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, everyone got milk. And by the way, <laughs> uh, let's take a break. We do have to shout out to our sponsors, uh, Colgate Breast Milk. We're all drinking it right now. We love it. It's given us the energy that we need to get through the show. Colgate Breast Milk. More <laughs> breast milk, please. Of course, you can have some. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, in in what might be the double header of the brother header, Luke Wilson in Stargirl. Whoa, yeah, so yeah. This is last year's winner. The our other sweet baby boy, our oldest sweet baby boy, maybe the. So when I said Tim Rosen, Rosen, sweet stuff, daddy, had the wrong last name. Uh huh. I feel like this year you must have the last name Wilson in order to compete. Oh uh-huh. yes, this makes sense. And Luke did it again, but I don't know. It doesn't seem like his like he have came. He, in, has he lost the magic? He lost a little bit of I the think magic. He's aging out of the boy territory. You know, sweet, he's, he, he, is he your daddy. sweet baby man? He's our, <laughs> he's my sweet baby daddy. Okay. Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he You're is. Here first. He was such a good stepdad in season one, and now he's fallen off that train a bit. So it's it's a little harder this Which, season. Until I saw him, good stepdad felt like an oxymoron. He couldn't be done. Yeah, and that's Impossible. why that's why he stole all of our hearts. Houdini, maybe. Chris Angel maybe had the magic, but now we have Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson, but now you know he is yelling at Mike, which is the proper thing to do. But like, yeah. it's not what it's not what Pat Dugan do. <laughs> well. But Mike is always coming up and saying, hey, where's my meatball sandwich? I got a fucking shop to run, and I got flour on my apron. It's fucking New York here. I'm walking here. And that's a hard, that's that's, hard to deal with. To do like 12 years with that? Are yeah, you kidding me? He's a fucking saint. <laughs> you guys should watch Stargirl. <laughs> Apparently everyone. It's in the rankings. Okay, moving on. Uh, the other brother, Owen Wilson of Loki. Whoa. Guys, so strong. So strong. Wow. Still a baby boy. 
Still, still sweet baby boy. Still sweet baby boy. There are 1.7 billion <laughs> other podcasts who haven't talked about the Wilson brothers in 12 years. Mm-hmm. But this podcast, man, was this a banner year for the Wilson brothers. <laughs> this was this was incredible. He, he just wanted to ride a jet ski, his mm-hmm. character. There was just, I believe that. I believe that in my soul. Do you guys miss magazines where you could subscribe to something called like Jet Ski Magazine and it would come to your house? <gasps> Have you guys ever subscribed to a magazine? Uh, yes. zoo, what's the what zoo was books? yeah zoo books so you stand okay. zoo books so when you were four highlights <laughs> you bet your ass we did okay people magazine because I'm a trash person <laughs> the list can keep going Disney Channel the magazine Disney okay. Adventures Do you oh that? you're so right oh he got me <laughs> yes but uh, Luke Wilson stole this show it was always just the most exciting to see him I, yeah I mean the Owen only Wilson. other thing I have to say is Owen Owen. 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 Get your Wilsons right. Wow. 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 He didn't say wow, wow once. Does that count against him or for him? I think four, right? Yeah. It's time to be different characters. He's expanding. He's, He's expanding. growing. If he, yeah. said, if he gave us one, though, I think I would like be like, ah, he did the wow. And like, <laughs> if we want to go through all these in like the most exhilarating moment, but like he died in mm. the show and then all of a sudden he's in this little yellow car Picking up girls, just being like, "Wow, I'm Owen Wilson." Like that was <laughs> that was the moment of the year. I've decided the- to be a good boy now. <laughs> Come in my tiny car, girl. <laughs> Spoilers <laughs> for anybody who didn't see. Just <laughs> made it this far into the podcast without tagging onto a six episode show. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all of our nominations? Do we end it with? That's so, it, baby. We're well, all Wilson out. All, let me hear them all again. Okay. Um, the not nominateds will not be named again. I'm so sorry. So for the nominateds, Tim Rosen, Wyana Earp, Wyatt Russell, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Anthony Starr, The Boys, Breast Milk Boy, Luke Wilson, Stargirl, and Owen Wilson, Wow Loki. I think it's it's The Boys. The Boys is going to win this. There's no fucking way. It's Owen Wilson. Why? We have two Wilsons. Oh, win. Oh, win. Oh, win. Oh, win. There's no way it can be The Boys. Even if God himself came down here and then I would have to remind him. Well, at least... So not even Luke? The, I don't think... For I don't two think, in a row? I don't think Luke can do a back-to-back. When his brother came in, his brother came in and took his shine yet again. you got to do back-to-back Wilsons. Back-to-back. So let's yeah. all do this then. Boys, boys, Wilson. boys, Absolutely boys, not. boys. Owen. You guys are not doing it. No, when I say let's all do this, boys, boys, Owen. you guys are not... I'm not going to chant boys. You guys leapt off the Y on a herb train. Like, just, oh, sorry. You oh, yeah. Best, oh, our sweet baby boy. boy. Our first sweet baby boy, of course. <laughs> Tim, Tim, Tim. <laughs> Don't even call him. No, this is embarrassing now. <laughs> he heard you chanting. All right. So for the Shushies, Best Supporting Actor. It's taped on the inside and really hard to dislodge. Wow, the it's Academy, very top the security. Board. Owen Wilson for Loki. Yes. <laughs> it makes sense. It's had to be, Ryan. Did you really think? Uh, no, I'm not bummed about it. it sounds like you're bummed. It sounds <laughs> it like you're sound a little like bummed. A heavy pause. <laughs> Maybe I have to figure out why I sound so bummed about it. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, all along it had to be a Wilson, and it had to be the new Wilson. So this makes sense. I think everybody would agree. Uh, thank you, Wilsons, for all your service. Just, um, I guess it, it makes sense. Like, the one line delivery, it was like, he he was at Blizzard, and they were like, we have, it, we've called this game World of Warcraft, but we don't know how to shorten it. Owen, do you know how? Wow. That was my favorite part. That was fucking great. Wow. All right, so that's it for the show. She's coming up next. It's the pull list. We are back for the poll list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is Stargirl. 
On this week's episode of Stargirl, Eclipso is targeting the other JSA members, and damn y'all if he ain't going hard as hell. Using his mind games, Eclipso convinces Rick that his one true friend, Grundy, has murdered a smart, small girl, so Rick tries to check Grundy by almost murdering him with his fists. Problem is, the person he saw as Grundy was actually his piece of shit uncle, so now Rick is going to jail. Oh. I thought, I'm sorry. I thought it was a random person. That was his uncle? That was his uncle, oh, dude. fuck yeah. Yeah, man. dude. It was his piece of shit uncle. And then meanwhile, Eclipso is also trying to convince Beth that she's a complete outsider, not only because of her personality, but also because of the color of her skin. In the best character move ever given to Beth, she tells him to fuck off. Taste what I ask you. Did this episode successfully change your opinions on both of these characters, or did it really just work for one of them? Uh, no, it did. It, it did change my opinion on both characters, and I found some extra textual stuff out. Okay. We've been talking about Doom Patrol and how it's back on track right now. Yeah. This is this episode and the last episode is COVID related. They are For separating them. all of the actors and that's why we're getting all these separate storylines. Oh, that makes sense. And we talked about last week, did they do Yolanda? Good, right? Yeah, which I think not not so great. We were a little torn on. But yeah. uh, for this one, yeah, it's so it's like two, each uh, character gets uh, half episode each. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I did... I did like both of these things. I thought they were crazy, and I thought they uh, pushed the pedal of the show down a little bit towards the metal. It definitely, yeah. This is again where they're again. The show will never be afraid to tell you, like, we will make ruin children's lives, and like, watch us go so hard with that. And they they continued that, but Rick's Rick's didn't hit as hard for me. I don't know why. I think it was well. I didn't know it was the uncle. So if it, if I knew it was the uncle, mm. who they ha- they gave a scene tonight where like. The teacher came over to Rick's house, and the teacher was like, hey, Rick, I'm sorry for accusing you of cheating, but uh, I do think that you have a future in college. And the uncle came out, beer in hand, uh-huh. stumbling, being Screaming. like, you're a fucking idiot. No college <laughs> never take you. Get off my property, you teacher. We don't like teaching on these lands. It was the most <laughs> drunk uncle that I've ever seen. Drunkle. He was drunkle. a drunkle. He was a complete drunkle. And then I think what lost me was that he, you know, he did have to go out into the woods to scream. But that's where his good friend Grundy was. Yeah. And Grundy supporting him. Um, I did think Grundy was going to come up and like hug him from behind as he cried. It was close, dude. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the most tender embrace. Rick is an emo kid. Like yeah. he's a. I'm going to save all the emo for this one moment and I'm going to let it all out as hard as I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But did you like, so by the end, like I, it didn't hit as much for me because like, I don't know this like small town, like tortured kid, I think is played out too much. It is. And also we know it's a clip. So yeah, so we know what's going on, you know? Yeah. And then also like, he shouldn't like, it should just be good that he punched the shit out of his uncle. Like I'm just here for that. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. But this is what really surprised me was what they did with Beth. The Beth storyline. This was the most surprising thing. Beth has never been our favorite because she is a lot to take. Right. We did go on record saying that she did cause the divorce, which then yeah. was Eclipso's comment as well. I know. <laughs> and when I saw that, I felt a little bit bad, but also like, I kind of like Eclipso. <laughs> I think he you has some good ideas. <laughs> no, Eclipse might be onto something here. <laughs> but no, this was like, I was so surprised with what they did. To just give Beth the, be, to be the only one who can like kind of defeat off Eclipso with just knowing that like you face your fear kind of or just right. don't play into his mind games. Like, I don't know where she got the confidence to be like, 
I know like I was chosen for this when he had so many things, you know, like it's so easy to fall into this. Like I've never been chosen for anything. I don't belong. And for her to like have kind of an outsider perspective for so long and still so firmly be like, no, I do belong. Fuck off. I mean that, but like this show has gone for a season and a half without ever mentioning that like star girl is a girl and Rick is a boy and Yolanda is Latina and mm-hmm. Beth is black, and then for to have Eclipso come in and say like I've haunted your house, and you're not worth anything because you're stupid and you're young, and you're black. <laughs> that was crazy for Star Girl, and that's when Beth was like, "Oh, what motherfucker put the goggles on and like came to play?" Yeah. First of all, the fact that they had a kid say like, "Doesn't doesn't your kind always steal?" Doesn't I was like, "I'm kind- sorry." An eight year old. It was so insane that they went so hard with this. But you know what? It, they pulled it off and it absolutely worked. I'm so glad that she has like this storyline now to this go. This eight-year-old ghost, like, are, did you did you die in the Civil War? Like, when, <laughs> where did you get your opinions, kid? Did What's you go on 4chan yesterday? <laughs> but yeah, hers, definitely, they absolutely nailed it. Um, what didn't work as well was, so Mike is going on this path. I knew of, it was going to be about Mike. Yeah. It does have Mike where he is, um, uh, g- he's going to go bad before he goes good. Uh-huh. And you kind of get a taste of that. Like, have you noticed that when he's kind of a little bit of a clip, so he's less Jersey? Uh-huh. Which is like, he came in at the dinner table and he's like, you know what? No, you should go after Eclipso for revenge. And I was like, look at this little smooth <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> There wasn't a Jersey accent in there anywhere. But then Eclipso gets closer and he looks at Amy Smart and he's like, yo, what are you, my fucking mother? (laughs) Ah, Come here. Let me put some meatballs in your pocket. Ah." (laughs) But yeah, it was that moment where it doesn't work because like uh, Superman and Lois had that point where it's like, we just wait for them, you know? And it's always like, what do the regulars do while the superpower people are out? And it's like, we wait for them, but... You know, this one did a pull off. Star Girl tries so hard because it had a montage of like Grundy being like Rick friend, and then it had <laughs> Beth being like, "I love being black. Like mm-hmm. that gives me power, and I'm gonna kick your ass because in part because I'm black." And then Mikey was like, uh, "Stepmom, you're my mom." And then I was like, "Nope, I'm out. <laughs> you ruined it. You're stupid. You're a stupid show, and I hate you." <laughs> That's how they did so good for so long and ended it with Mike. And I was like, "Oh fuck, guys, we needed to change that order so bad." <laughs> Uh, but Ryan, let's go to moments of the week. What was yours? Uh, my moment of the week is uh, Courtney named her staff Cosmo, uh-huh. and should be best supporting actor. Pat Dugan says you named your staff, and Courtney's like, "You named your robot," and he's <laughs> like, "No, you named my robot." And that's it's, fucking classic, Courtney. It was, no, it was absolutely you. Uh, for my moment of the week, I do have two. One, of course, when uh, Beth told Eclipso to fuck right off. And uh-huh. then also, talk about Rick's uncle. But the way he threw that college paperwork was beautiful. The <laughs> spread on those papers was masterful. So uh, that's it for Stargirl, though. It's Tuesdays on the CW. Our next show is The Walking Dead. On this week's episode of The Walking Dead, Negan teaches Maggie and Elijah a new survival tactic. Caitlin and Lum, I ask you this. What is the survival tactic you would teach future guests that have to do uh, podcasts with me and Cassie? Um, I would say to bring extra snackies and then throw them at you guys so that you run and get them. And then you can take over the podcast completely and then the board will vote you um, as the coolest person and then you'll win every award. Ooh, that's a little weird because then the audience wouldn't have me and Cassie talking. Yeah, and then they and wouldn't, what? Just snacking, they, though. They would cancel the show. How is it going to continue? <laughs> I, I think it would. Also, that's why I tape you guys down. I knew your plan all along. Oh, that's why I don't have hands. <laughs> yeah, and I took your hands. <laughs>
<laughs> Any tips for me taking hands, Dave? <laughs> well, I was going to say unplug the mic, hands. but um, you know, I'm going to I'm trying to do yeah. it with my teeth over here for the last 30 minutes and you've just been watching me mm-hmm. laughing. So Yeah. Clearly that's a that's a wrong tip. I'm going to have to I don't know, name a robot to come and do it for me. Naming a robot is a solid. Always will get me. All right, The Walking Dead is Sundays on the AMC. Our next show is Doom Patrol. On the third episode of Doom Patrol, the DP is, in fact, dead and making their way through the afterlife. Meanwhile, Larry gets their corpses in the mail and decides to call the Dead Boy Detective Agency. After getting absolutely decimated by a giant dragon lady, Loogie, the Doom Patrol makes it back to their home only to be turned into zombies and eat Niles Calder's brains in order to turn back into normal people. But not until they fight an army of butts with arms and legs. Taste buds, I ask you this. Where do you want me to start? Oh, God. So we have uh, Dead, uh, Dragon Lady Loogie. Uh-huh. We have Dead Boy Detectives. God. We have <laughs> so many trigger uh, words for me. These are so many buzzwords specifically. Eating Niles Calder's brains, and we have butt fight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ryan, butt fight last. No, come on. Yeah, no, that one's for sure last. Um, Dragon Loogie? Okay, so this lady is chasing them through the underworld, and, or the afterlife. Mm-hmm. I don't, we don't know if they're in heaven or hell. It's just like a made-up thing. And, but she doesn't really do that much. And then they get on the boat, and they start to sell away. And she's like, Wah! and she does that uh, predator <laughs> thing of like four fangs come out of her mouth. You uh-huh. know? And then spits into the air one million gallons of green <laughs> dragon poison, and it lands directly on their boat. And they all scream. And they all look at each other, and they're all okay. And they all cheers and high five. It was just Loogie, and we're the Doom Patrol. And then the rap <laughs> song starts, and they sail away out of the show. Guys, this that show sounds, is back. That sounds amazing, honestly. Wow. <laughs> and then what was the second thing right after Loogie that you brought up? Was it Dead Boy Detective Agency? Dead, Dead Boy Detective, Boy. yes. I, I abs- have some good or bad news. Okay. I have good news for uh, Love and Caitlin, and bad news for Cassie. Fuck. Variety has reported that HBO Max has ordered a pilot for the Dead Boy Detective Agency. That is a new show. Yeah. Wow. That's great news for everybody. But the Dead Boy Detective Agency from comics and the show. uh, So Matt Bomer, uh, Larry, electrical guy. He gets all five corpses mailed to him in a box. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then sets them all up at a dinner table, tries, tries to revive them. But then calls the Dead Boy Detective Agency, which is two, uh, like, gay twins. Or no, not twin brothers, but, like, gay kids from the 1800s who are, who are ghosts. And then one girl who can see them. And the three of them are the Dead Boy Detective Agency. <laughs> and just wow. complete girl erasure. Like, the medium who makes all this happen and, like, conceivably collects the money, answers the phone calls, wiped from... Well, the she's time. the one who, like, you sit with her... And These are my dead boys. <laughs> <laughs> I am the dead boy lady. I held. I hold them. You sit with her. Her eyes roll in the back of her head, and then now you can go be a dead boy with the two dead boys. That sounds it like just, a party. It yes. does sound. Sounds very good. And they're always like. And then the butt thing is, of course, last. So what's what's before butt thing? So at the end of the fourth episode, Cassie, um, their biggest villain. Uh, he bends over and opens up his butt and it becomes a butt <laughs> monster. And then thousands, this is when they're zombies, uh. by the way. And they're like brains, but butts don't have brains, guys. <laughs> uh-huh. And so uh, a thousand butts attack them and they just, it's like 10 minutes of destroying butts. <laughs> and not in the way that I do it, hello. Uh, <laughs> but in the way why? that you would if you're on Doom Patrol, whereas 
you a butt jumps at you, and Robot Man and Cyborg grab an arm of the butt, and then just like look at each other, and then slowly rip apart. <laughs> so, so it's just an armless butt, but it's still got. Like, do you have to do that no, no, twice? No, they rip it all the way in half. Oh, like God. it's a delicious pineapple into your pina colada. So just to be clear, I've. A season behind the show. These are the butts that got released in season one. Correct. They're oh. back. I love a good callback. And now they're all dead, except for there's a post credits kicker with one armed and legged butt running back to the town. So butts gotta survive. Make butts, more butts. butts. Butts survive. <laughs> That's the most important. Um, I feel like all of these should have been your moment of the week, but what was your moment of the week? So in, in the world of this show, um, zombies want brains as a cure. Mm. Not as food, but as a cure. So they all eat the brains of Niles Calder, and now, then they're cured. But they all drink after that as like sort of a party, uh, mouthwash martinis, just to get that fucking taste out of their mouth. Hell yeah. You got to get Niles out. All right. Doom Patrol is on Thursdays on HBO Max. Our next show is Titans. On this week's episode of Titans, the crew is being painted as the villains as the Red Hood and Scarecrow claim that Gotham's good guys were the ones who poisoned their water supply. Little orphan Dick Grayson gets twisted on absinthe and comes up with a plan for the Titans to turn themselves in as an attempt to get on the city's good side. But wouldn't you know it, this is a garbage idea and less surprisingly, the police act out violently. Taste buds, I ask you, has any good idea ever come from drinking absinthe? Not in this decade. I wouldn't think so. But, uh, Dave, you watched this, right? Yep. Lone, lone Soldier here reporting for duty. The, <laughs> and was this the first one you jumped onto, or have you been watching? Oh, I watched the, the pilot. Okay. Okay. And then onto this one. Uh-huh. Season three. Would you say Fuck it? Pilot. Would it improve? Did it improve? Absolutely. Uh, okay. Not just the costumes, but there are more Titans, so I am here for them. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. Who's your favorite Titan? Um, Beast Boy. Does Beast Boy have green face? Not in the entire show. He's got green hair, but so much better green hair than in the pilot. I don't know. A lot of growth all around, but perfect. You know, uh, yeah. If he, so, overall enjoyable episode. Mike was kind of in on this, and then he just missed an episode, so now he's out. But he was somewhat enjoying it. Did you find yourself enjoying Titans? Absolutely. I think there are so many terrible decisions here, uh-huh. um, and and not just amongst the heroes, but the two pair villains as well. First off, jumping into this cold was beautiful. Just a hilarious uh, Dr. Crane's going after the water supply again. Mm. When will he stop? When will they catch him? Love it. Uh, also, Red Hood being moody and then, I don't know, getting lured into even, you know, like more villainy. I don't, there was a back and forth there. I was kind of half paying attention. Okay. Yeah. And then, so it's Red Hood and Scarecrow, right? Mm-hmm. Did they have a good dynamic? Um, not really. Oh, here was the best part. We get to the end of the the show and dr crane is sort of uh leading uh red robin jason todd along and he's like all right wayne manor let's crash this party Mm. because you know batman uh mia uh let's go in here and all the titans are dicking around so all the place to ourselves all right jason todd time to have your moment take this picture of uh what i assume is thomas martha wayne and Bruce Wayne, and then stab Thomas Wayne. Oh, Go for it. Oh, man. That's what, that's what you're after, isn't it? The vengeance should be yours. I love a good party. Love a good party. Absinthe and dad murder. Yeah. Well, but really, it's, it's grandpa murder, I guess. I don't know. Figure Thank out you. grandpa murder. The technicality. Thank you so much. <laughs> it, it's very important for us because our father was present for Lum's life, but absinthe for ours. Oh. <laughs> Ryan, that was fucking good, dude. All right. Uh, uh, do you got a moment of the week? Um, shit, I basically just said it. Uh, 
You just say that. Yeah. That's my mouth. There's a lot that happened in this show. There was, sorry, there, there was a lot that happened in this episode. The Titans, like, tried to turn themselves in, and it was terrible. Um, yeah. Because how, it was a bad plan. It because did, it was a bad plan. From, like, the very beginning, like, did stuff just, like, as soon as they showed up with the cops, did stuff just start going bad? Like, I, I mean, you, you brought your, like, superpower, like, you know, arm and ability guns to yeah. then get surrounded by the SWAT. And mm. then, like, it's like, hey, let's slow walk this and then not go anywhere and wait for this powder keg to explode. Perfect. Um, and then Con- uh, Connor, right? Um, God, he's credited as Subject 13 at Superboy. Uh, just, like, like rushing in. He's, I think he's everybody's boyfriend in this, which I love, <laughs> because he is running in to protect people, but so supremely powerful that he could just, like, you know, sack tap everyone in the room in a second and uh. just disable the cops. <laughs> Doesn't. <laughs> Um, also, uh, Beast Boy had like two seconds of CGI with his, li- his tiger form. It was great. Can we talk about Scarecrow real quick? Yeah. Because this is an actor that I used to, that used to be on a show that is one of my favorite shows of all time. Gotham? How was he doing? No, it was uh, not Scarecrow. The, act, the guy who plays Scarecrow. Oh, no. I honestly have never seen him before in my life. But this is, they, they got a, man, a real budget Peter Stormare here to come in and just sort of like <laughs> greasy hair, slink around the stage. I'm a huge fan of it because he is not challenged at all in this entire episode. Uh-huh. And I presume the entire series because with Batman gone, apparently fucking Scarecrow runs the town. Uh-huh. Like you have to of get course. multiple superheroes in like a city devastating like sort of situation to do it. But, you know, I guess I and Glenn had better places to be like a revival of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead or something. Or Game of Thrones live on Broadway. You know what? <laughs> Get that money because it's not coming from Titans. <laughs> <laughs> but this season, somewhat enjoyable. You heard it here first. Uh, it is on Thursdays on HBO Max. Our next show is Lucifer. In Lucifer's fourth and fifth episodes of the final season, we not only learn that Rory is not only Lucifer's daughter, but also Chloe's. What? And- Guys, settle down. I have to read a paragraph. At some point in the future, Lucy will leave a pregnant Chloe, and his daughter has come back to kill him for it. But Lucifer can't believe the new him would abandon a pregnant wife and future daughter, so he must have been murdered. Everyone knows Lucifer probably ditched them, but at the end of the episode, we see somebody has a murder board, supposing that Lucifer is Satan, and it's Ella. Ella, who we have talked about, does not know anything about the... Uh, angels and devils of it all mm-hmm. has put together a full-on murder board with yarn and everything saying Lucifer is the devil and Amendiel is connected to him. Taste buds. Cassie, mostly. Yeah. Now which relationships do you want to ask about now that Maze and Eve actually were in these episodes? You give me Maze and Eve. Uh, Maze and Eve are, are planning their wedding. Oh. But Rory comes back and says, oh, you guys are still trying to get married? That's That's cool. She's from the future, so she knows that they do not get married this and is bad stuff happens. This is bullshit. She also does not re- recognize Uncle Amendiel. How? He died. <gasps> Assumedly. I mean, he could have just been a deadbeat uncle. And just, like, never. There's, there's oh. a lot that she leaves <laughs> to a pregnant pause, mm. and everyone assumes the worst, which is what she says you're not supposed to do as a future goer, and yet she does it. They never listen. It's as if I had uh, vaginas in my dog feet. And somebody impregnated them. I had a pregnant pause. Uh, did you, Doctor Linda? <laughs> Lum, Lum, I'm trying to talk to you here. You killed the whole room with that. Lum, uh, Doctor Linda's trying to write a book about all of this. Mm-hmm. Is that fucked up? No, because no one will believe her. Like it's going to go. Oh, she's just going to get arrested for. <laughs> 
I think I think she's this is going everyone's going to assume it's figurative, but yeah, like she you know, I think she's just gambling with the low dollars. I don't know. Every time that Cassie told me a story, I was like, "Oh, what date did that happen?" Yeah, and then like write it down and like put it in my desk. Isn't that fucked up? Well, I think she has the rights because she is living through it and actively happened to be in it. So you know what? Might as well make some money off of it. But shouldn't you let your good friends and family know that you're doing it? They she, can know when you get a fat ass check. Oh my! Goodness. She's just going to anonymize it. You know, Cassie capitalism over here. <laughs> Lucifer here. And uh, and then she'll throw a big party, right? And that's yeah. it, you know? You can give, they can get, like, they can go to a book reading or something. I guess. The real gift is your friend's success, you know? Oh. That's right. Uh, what do you think about this Rory story line? Um, do you think that this is effective? Like, Lucifer is a dead. Are they doing it right? Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, can I? Well, I'm not going to jump to my favorite part of the week. But, uh it's only effective because he's so bad at it and insists he's so good at it. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, Which is, uh, that's, that's what being a dad is, is just say that you're good and then do whatever you want. Right, and then just beat it into your kids that it was actually a good event. Just uh-huh. gaslight them into <laughs> fake remembering. Destroy the past. That time where I took you to a monster truck rally with a lot of fireworks and also I didn't take you, just say that that was a good <laughs> moment for them. Right, it was actually just out to the back parking lot getting super drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. I good. remember it being good. Sometimes they throw you over the fence and then leave. So then, then it works. Then it is a fun time. It's always so weird how you guys have all of my same memories, but <laughs> that I remember we have the same it's dad. the same dad. Uh, did any other big thing happen in this one? I mean, like, this is a lot. I think to me, this is a lot about Chloe and how, like, fuck you, dude. Like, mm. you can't stop lying. You can't stop being an asshole. I don't want to go to heaven with you. You sort of suck. And him being like, no, no, detective. I I will be good soon, I guess. And he's not. He's never going to She be. literally like died for him, and yeah. he's still going to be a piece of shit? This is a bummer to hear. She's going to leave her daughter, Trixie. Trixie. Who loves chocolate cake <laughs> on Earth. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, let's go ahead and go to moments of the week. Dave, I know you want to say yours. You almost said it earlier. Oh, yeah. Well, and then I already did. It's <laughs> Lucifer's like, going even to family therapy and saying, like, I'm such a good dad that I'm going to accuse my future daughter of trying to murder me and also that I would never leave her. Oh, Proving that Lucifer, a- despite being immortal, is a boomer. <laughs> He's a straight up boomer. Uh, mine is Dan comes back from hell to just be on Earth and he's running around and trying to like convince people that, like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And then there's one with Maze and then he, he screams at her. And then like three scenes later, She's like, yeah, I totally heard you. I just <laughs> ignored you. I ignored you the entire time. You know what? Shout out for him getting sent to hell wrongly and everybody still shitting on him. <laughs> like, there's only one character you can do that You're to. You're still the Dan. You will always be the Dan. Always the Dan. Uh, Lucifer is on Netflix. Our next show is Riverdale. On this week's musical episode of Riverdale, the Cooper family is in shambles after Polly's death and Mama Alice is taking it exceptionally hard. Her only way to cope is to retreat into a next-to-normal fantasy where the world she, where her whole family is together and her world is perfect. After a, good number of musical num- after a good amount of musical numbers, Betty eventually gets her mom to come back to reality after agreeing to stay in Riverdale. Taste Buds, I ask you, is this the first musical episode of Riverdale we weren't super excited for? Ah... Uh... The first five episodes were a moment, like the main event of mm-hmm. that episode. I did not even know this was happening. Yeah, dude. It was, I had no idea until I looked it up and I was like, this is, this is insane that we let a musical episode slide on by. And then you went to text us and you were like, 
I'm it's good. it's really yeah, I don't care. Polly, R.I.P. Polly, I guess. Rip Polly, you guys, and you know what? If you watched it, tell us what's up. Uh, Riverdale's <laughs> Wednesdays on the CW. Our next show is Why the Last Man. On this week's episode of Why the Last Man, Agent Three Five Five and Why make their way to Doctor Man. Why the Doctor Man? Because she might be the only geneticist smart enough to figure out this whole thing and shady enough to do it in secret. Speaking of shady, Agent 355 is shady as shit. Or is at least not as open with her motivations. Plus, the conservative politician who has the right to the throne finally shows up. Taste buds, I ask you this. How did it feel to skip over plot lines every week? As this week, we did not see Hero or Sam. So in most shows, we have to check in with every character every week. And this show does a really good job of, uh, not this hour. You're not going to be in it. I miss Hero and Sam, but I also think that they need their own roller coaster is the problem. Because the last episode was watching Hero and Sam trade places as the worst people in the show. Uh, and it's then, harsh, dude. Well, no, I mean, I mean, like bad people. Well, not Sam. Sam's perfect. But like Hero needs to have a moment of being like, Hey, this is formative character work. I'm a piece of shit, but also I'll save this girl and also kind of this person. So like having her on for a brief second is is checking in with a whole saga. I I love it. I think it keeps the shows way more focused. If like there's too many plot lines going on on every show, and we should cut some of them. Like not every character can be here. All right, let's get to Doctor Man. Doctor Man is introduced. Doctor Man is probably the most important, most popular character of the comic book series. What did you think of her? Big fan. Okay. Honestly, like it's been so, uh, it has been a solid decade since I read the comic. This is not coming back to me now. Mm-hmm. And I am a still a fan, still an enormous fan of her calling shit like it is. And also having the pointed political commentary when 355 has to take, go out and take a smoke break. Uh, finally, someone can put Yorick in his place for having a lot of really bad assumptions about how the world actually is. I love how she never drops her political feelings right like there's no conversation that's too like oh we're just hanging out so i I guess i'll drop it no fuck that keep it up keep it going she just seemed a little bit just on the verge of the height of too muchery for me as a character Mm -hmm. where she was like so big so like slapping cups out of your hand big i'm a little nervous but by the end i think i'm I, i think i'm stoked about her yeah definitely i think she brings something to that dynamic which is um, pushing Yorick into actually saying anything that he believes in besides I just need to find my girlfriend. Look at how quick he was to be like, oh, go to San Francisco for your boyfriend, huh? Right. And she's like, wow, look at you, assumptive. And boy. Agent 355 cannot get him to listen to her, but Dr. Mann can because she's like, well, sexuality is different than the way that you think about it, and here's why. And then like all of these... She has these stories about like how all these Y chem- uh, chromosomed people died on that day, and like how gender is more made up than you could ever believe. And this is what the show should be doing because the comic book is old enough where like it didn't understand any of this on a science or, you know, like social political socio political scale. And now the show can do like fix those wrongs. Yes, and Doctor Man is doing that. Yeah, unfortunately, I think only York is only listening to her because she gave him some backstory, and 355 absolutely refuses to do right. that. Right. And also, Dr. Man may have a crush on York. She does not, but York might think so. Right. And because yeah. 355 does not have a crush on him, he doesn't care at all. Mm-hmm. He is such a white male piece of shit. 
can't wait to follow him throughout the season. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Protagonist. Yeah, just someone I see myself in so much. Uh, one last thing is that um, that actual woman who should be president was rolled into the White House. Mm-hmm. And how much of a big deal do we think this is going to be? Um, great and terrible. I think she will be a point of contention, but it is the the ex-president's daughter who is the real like power broker that yeah. you know just like stresses the big McCain she's on screen yeah big McCain big 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 Miss Liz Cheney uh huh yeah the, all right let's go to moments of the week Dave I'll start with you oh boy um there's actually a very sweet one where uh, Yorick pulls a little ampersand out of the the print block. And you're like, oh, for your oh, monkey. I'm, gonna, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here in chaos. I'm going to you a monkey. Here's a monkey. You know, I love a monkey. Uh, Ryan, what's your moment of the week? Uh, Agent 355 goes back to an apartment she's supposed to be at. And there's another agent there, mm-hmm. like 566 or whatever the fuck. And they have a almost punch for punch fight from the movie Black Widow. It's just two girls in an apartment. And I started thinking, like, did Black Widow make ripples so much that, like, now we're imitating it like it felt so direct to black widow but black widow is like a movie from this year yeah like was it out long enough for them to do it or right I but think it was just so black widow watch so much born identity and they're like we literally ah. cannot have men in this scene and so maybe i'm being a dick in that it's two girls and black widow had two girls but dude it was straight up the scene from black y- you know widow. what a scene you, you could have called back to in our actual living memory kill bill uh-huh uh, no, but it was two girls in an apartment. It, yeah. it was yeah. shot directly like Black Widow. Yeah. Did yeah. one of them have a vest with many pockets? One had a thing that said, I'm Black Widow. That's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that. Then, yeah, it was a direct copy. All right. Uh, Why the Last Man is Mondays on Hulu. Our last show of the week is What If. On this week's absolutely buck episode of What If, we're <laughs> seeing the consequences of these storylines as the Infinity Stone, all-powerful Ultron, takes his mission of bringing peace to the world too far and starts to destroy, destroy the entire multiverse. After almost being killed and no other options, the Watcher decides to team up with Monster Daddy Doctor Strange and do what he swore he'd never do, intervene. Taste buds, I ask you, do we forgive the What If franchise for the previous bad episodes now that we see what they are doing? Well, I don't, I don't think there was any bad, but I also, I thought the thing about the comic book was like, oh, it's, we're one and done, and this is not leading to anything. Yeah, now it's all now like, it is, it's hell now leading it is. to something, and I think it is what this show needed though, because it was always, it was my constant complaint was that like, what's the fucking purpose? Like we end and we never see any anything that happens, and this one we a lot has happened now. A lot has happened, and finally they're tying them together. Mm-hmm. Because, like, at the end of the Thor one, we had Ultron come in. It's like, oh, everything's good. And then Ultron? Which and- was the only bad thing we had about last week. And now it's like, hey, you dumb fucks. <laughs> but, like, I would ask you guys, are you, like, is this what you expect from TV? Because there used to be a show called The Twilight Zone where literally every week would be its own story and then done. And that's how the What If comic worked. Do you guys need every episode of the season to be tied together. I for like Twilight Zone I don't because there's no source material for it where I know like I think it's hurting it that we know the full stories behind like what it normally would have been and those all have resolution. So to see like if it existed on its own I'd be fine with it, but to know like there is there should be more following it and the fact that they would always tease like here's like once like Quill's dad like actually took the real Quill. They were like this is when shit goes bad and you're like, "Well, okay." It seemed like a real bad wrap up yes but 
because the what if is an alternate thing, they need to have like some pushback to be like, well, that was sweet until it wasn't. This is why we need the status quo. And the real MCU is mm. the one you want. It's it. That's the one everyone wants. And also like it makes me like you can tell a story in 30 minutes, a beginning, middle and end. Mm. And the MCU is sort of like, no, every movie series needs 40 movies minimum. <laughs> And this sort of makes me think, like, I really like this episode. And it's surpri- like, mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time I was surprised by TV. I was like, yeah. oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and that happened a lot. Every time the watcher is, like, looking over everything, he's like, I am the watcher. And I look over everything and the multiverse is my, oh, fuck, fuck, Ultron is punching me. This is terrible. <laughs> that surprised me. I got to say, I didn't think that Ultron would, like, find him and punch him. But still, like, we could have had eight quaint little 30-minute stories. Mm-hmm. But now we have one uh, three-hour epic yeah. where the Watcher... I, I do think that the, the next episode is the Watcher gathering the crazy Avengers together. Yeah. You know, like Star-Lord, Black Panther, and all these... And Party Thor, and then fighting Ultron. You gotta have Party Thor in there. Yes. You have to have Party Thor. Got to. I think this is nauseatingly meta. Meta. Mm. Like, double meta. Because it, this is... The, the final episodes are just like, everyone got to dig around in the first few, and then it's like... No, but it all ties together. DC, mm. this is why you buy tickets for Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> but no, what if there was a world where we we didn't only buy tickets just because it fit together? Like, what if we bought tickets for this shit because it fit together? And we bought tickets for this shit because it was just a good story. Like, an anthology. Like, is that possible anymore? We don't have that anymore. Did we you see the Stellan Skarsgård interview where he's like, no, 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 there's not even money for the fun stuff anymore. It's all <laughs> AAA and uh, like several million dollar indie films. <laughs> Um, this was like this one, as you said, had s- so many like oh dang moments, and it, obviously the first one was when they like um Ultron does break through, which they but they did earlier with Doctor Strange, but this one was so much more intense because it was just like there is this hunger inside this Ultron who is just will destroy all these worlds, and I like it was just such a good episode to have it like escalate to that level. Was anyone else super surprised that Ultron succeeded in destroying like everything? Because I, I was not prepared. Ultron with the Infinity Gems, girl? No. Nah. That's, no. He's going to do some shit. What I, did surprise me was when he just nommed on a galaxy. And the fact yeah. that they decided oh to show God. that. Um. Because you have fists. You can you punch have so that planet. Options. But instead he was like, oh, I'm going to make you my bitch. And then eat the planet out. <laughs> He's ate it right up. He was like, I can really fuck with the Watcher. Like, the Watcher's just a little freaked out right now until he sees me eat this galaxy. But, like, what's scarier than a full Ultron head? Half an Ultron head. <laughs> that means you're in the middle of that mouth. Oh, man. Um, and then the whole, like, them. Uh, there's so many, like, pushing through things. Like, uh, Carol yeah. pushed him through the core of the planet. And then Ultron pushed uh, Uatu through the cores of everything. And every time they went through a new universe, it was like another window breaking on the back of his head. He's yeah. like, ow, ow, <laughs> ow, fuck, fuck. Oh. I really liked how they did that. And also, I do like that they did bring in Carol. Because, like, at first when, like, Carol was able to push him and everything. And I was like, okay, so this is, like, an easy one. Like, this is wild. And then it was just, like, him simply playing with it. Like, it did help set the stage for just how much he could do. Well, she's about to pull his head off. And yeah. he's like, I find you delightful. And, like, that's <laughs> yeah. the scariest thing yeah. ever. Yeah, he's like, as his head's starting to crack, he was like, this is cute. And I'm like, what the fuck, bro? It was... So good. What the only um thing that was kind of unforgivable, maybe not unforgivable, but a bummer was that it all comes down to uh Clint and Natasha. Yeah, and this is right? the wildest storyline. Like that these two, like normally I love that it's like 
if it comes down to like the two humans there's all these super powered people but it's like the humans that like survive like that's always cool except for that these two are tied so much with jeremy renner and fucking scar joe well there's a there's been a ton of like cheesy you know the, the like those websites that are like here's the four best parts about the titans tv show and the four worst parts mm-hmm. and like all right why write an article i mean good job <laughs> Uh, what they read about what if is that they can solve every problem that Marvel uh, like every every time that the MCU makes a mistake, what if and other things can solve it, right? Mm-hmm. So like Hawkeye should have died in Endgame, yes, right, and Black Widow should have survived. So then we have this. So then it makes it all better. Also, he should have had a metal arm. It just really helps. Yeah, the metal arm was pretty cool. Just helps that storyline. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about the Watcher v Ultron fight and just how cool it was to see them go at each other it was just so, like to have these two super powerful ones and the fact that we got the watcher in his like gear like he stayed robed up for so long <laughs> and then he was like hold on i do have a suit this is ceremonial give me one <laughs> second please i do have more than this and then he still got his ass kicked and just had to run away and i was fine with it mm. uh but let's go ahead and go to moments of the week caitlin i'll start with you so mine is when the watcher when he suits up for the first time, I legit was like, what? Because I was like not ready for him to just transform to this gold little suit on this little boy. And then he got bigger too. He changed in size a lot. Yeah. You got to change in size a lot to show how powerful you are. It was pretty cool. And you could tell that he's like holding back because of his morals. Mm. And I think that's the most exciting part going forward. It's like thinking, okay, well, he stood his ground. He was okay. Now, what is he going to do next? Yeah. How is he going to take down Ultron? He's going to team up with Daddy Strange. Monster Daddy, Daddy Strange. Also, what is Daddy Strange going to do? Like, Monster I Boy. I don't know. Eat him? Every time he's thinking, should I do it? He's like, should I? And then the voice in his head is like, you ought to. <laughs> That's pretty good. Not bad. Dave, what was your moment of the week? Um, wow, I had it. And then I was just thinking about Daddy Strange. <laughs> Big Daddy, Daddy Strange. Strange. Also, you ought to. So like, strange. it's such a good... It's so fucking bad. It's like, should I, should I not? Should I ought to? No, I ought to. And then his voice is like, you ought to. Okay, I remember. You know, to save remember? us all. Yeah, okay, here we go. Like, all right. When, when the Watcher, I won't call him his name, gets punched through every Marvel Universe or mm-hmm. whatever, somewhere in there is the Marvel Universe you actually want. Mm. Steve Rogers president? Yeah, yeah. I'll have it. It happened in the comics. So it's naturally in a way. I would love that. I think we did have that for four years. I would have voted for him a third time. And he was amazing. (laughs) But yeah, my moment of the week is also just Ultron punching through all the different universes because it looked so cool. Mm -hmm. It was very good. I'm a sucker for glass shattering into universes. Ryan? My moment of the week is there's so many like ultimate, like incredible times where Yatu wants to speak up and change the course of everything. But the most, the best moment of all of What If so far is Hawkeye is about to touch the file and Yuatu is in the background going like doing the pee pee dance. I'm like, <laughs> nope, it's right, it's right, it's right there. Is it, if it Oh, you're not gonna oh you're not gonna touch it. Oh, you're gonna be fucking Clint Barton and not touch it. Oh, good. <laughs> do, no, just do it. And like that that's probably his entire life of just always screaming, just do just do the thing. It's right there. <sighs> this enormous pervert being like, just just yeah. just just fucking do it, bro. Just do it. <laughs> I'm flicking my bean and you should do it. <laughs> All right, if you want to watch... And if you don't flick your bean, you ought to. <laughs> I'm so pissed that I let you have that moment. I'm so ashamed of myself. I can cut the mic right here. I is know, it, just unplug is it. Is it bad advice? 
Nope, it's all right. Not bad. All right, what if it's on Wednesdays on Disney Plus? That was it for the poll list. That is it for the show, you guys. We have to end it on Ryan's very good joke. Oh, God. Uh, we have a couple of websites if you want to go to that Ryan has no part of. Um, yourpotfilter.com. Ryan actually has no part of that. It's everything your pot filter, and I can guarantee you there's no Ryan there. Mm, just we- I'm a I'm a ghost. You're a ghost not, there. Not on there at all. You can't find that at yourpotfilter.com. Uh, also, if you shop on Amazon... I I don't know think about it but if you do give us some money uh amazon.com slash your pop filter uh if you want to give us money more directly in the way you should be giving us money uh you can go to patreon.com slash your pop filter we got very good content up there uh like the cast pin solid work every week mm. i probably our best work every week and if you don't subscribe to the patreon cassie what would you like to tell the people do it uh-huh. Or another nope. way to say it is... Nope. No? It's just, just sure? do it. another way to say Nike, it. Nike, just do it. Absolutely the only way. But Ryan, I am going to give you a chance to talk about the other shows here. Can you tell me about the other shows? Yeah, there's a couple of other shows. Uh, movie of the Year. Mm-hmm. A Natural 20s. Yeah. They're both real good. One talks about the greatest movie of any given year. The other one is like, how do you get through your third decade with the roll of the dice and both shows I think struggle to find not just friendship and a meaning for life but just what it's like to sort of reach out and you should reach out by subscribing to them and if you don't subscribe to them you ought to I knew that no matter what you would work this the in. The Watcher. Yatu The Watcher. I knew you would work this in. All right. We also have social media. We're at I'll your do pop. It. Nope. Nope. You absolutely, you're done, Ryan. You're done. You're no longer here. We got social media. It's at your pop filter. Reach out. If you want to know, like, let us know how done with Ryan you are, just add us, okay? Just say done with Ryan. That's all we need. Don't. You're off mic. <laughs> no, I, was just, I was just saying that. Uh, also, we started a new Twitter feed. It, uh, it reviews watches. And we are at The Watcher. If you don't subscribe to that. We also got an what? email. No, wait, hold on. Else. If you don't subscribe to that, Cassie, what? What, Ryan? You ought to. Ah! We also got an email. to contact at your pop filter. Next week, we got a big episode. Hopefully, Ryan won't be here. And that would be huge for us. But we're going to see the end of What If. Uh, it's finally happening. Uh, we also have the Shushi for Best Actor is going to be handed out. I can't believe we're starting with Actor. That's the big one everyone knows. Uh, and we finally get to the Marvel shows on the bracket 400. So be sure to tune in for that. It's going to be great. For Mike, I'm Ryan. For Caitlin, I am Mike. For Dave, I am Mike. For Ryan, I am Mike. And for me, I am me. Bye, everyone. Bye.